Hey guys, it's your boy Pastor Ron, and I thank you for joining once again our podcast, The Rentals with Pastor Ron. Um, I thank you for constantly listening, supporting always that you do. It means a lot, trust me. It means a lot as I'm navigating this, as I'm developing my lane and the place of learning, you know, to do this the right way and being consistent with it. I thank you for your love. Thank you for the shout outs, the texts. The encouragement to share is it truly means a lot. And I, I truly appreciate that. We're going to continue our discussion on the growth series. And and, and, and this and this topic in this week, we're going to talk about how we view our storms. That one way of, of maturity, the one way of us growing up, we look at difficulties, we look at the fire, as we say, as an opportunity for growth. Uh, we don't complain in the storm. We don't say, God, why the storm is here. But we use this storm as an opportunity for growth. Um, simply put, you know, what, what I use to as a, as a good compass or guide for this particular teaching is a story in the Bible where there were two men, a wise man and a foolish man. The, both men built, built houses. Uh, the wise man built a house on, on, on a rock and, the, and a foolish man built his house on the sand. And then when the storm came, the storm, the, the, the foolish man's house fell. And the, and the wise man house that bent, the wise man's house that was built on the rock withstood the storm and still stood up. And, and the one thing that we, 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 one of the first things that we do that we see is, is that both wise men and, the, and, and foolish men, they both have, they both have houses. So it's, it's, and the house is a, is the, uh, a metaphor for an uh, an outward appearance where everyone looks the part, everyone has the proper look. That when you go down that street, that in the wise in the wise man's block and in the in the foolish man's block, everyone looks the same. Everyone is equal. They both have homes. They both both took off time. They both planned and built and created a home. However, you you see one house had a foundation of of sand and the other had a foundation of rock. So despite both having homes and having the appearance of looking things right, the appearance of things being where they're supposed to be, but but they, they had a very significant and a, a difference. And this difference is their foundation. Um, from I, I've never built a house, but I'm assuming I'm I've I've done Lego homes and I've uh, played with toys growing up and as a <laughs> as an adult. The one thing I realized is that a house, the very first thing that you lay down is a foundation. So it's not it's not often how you how you end is how you how you begin, and many of us are so focused on the end, but if we don't begin the right way, we oftentimes have a, a, a an unexpected end. So make sure you begin the process. You do things the right way in the beginning. If you're dating someone, make sure in the very beginning you lay the foundation as to how you want to be treated, how things should be. You, um, you know, you, you. I'm, I'm not talking about the, the the initial phase when you first meet somebody, the first couple of dates where you're all fake, and you have you, the, the greatest guy or the greatest lady in the whole, whole entire world. I don't care. Um, yes, I'll eat caviar. Yes, I don't, I don't like Chick Fil A. You put all those fake um, uh, attitudes and facades up. I'm talking about the person that you are after that phase of getting to know each other. But in the very beginning, it is important for you 
to put your best foot forward. It's important for you to lay the ground rules because if you do not lay the ground rules right in the beginning, as you go along, it will call it will cause difficulties for you. So it may not, it may not cause an issue in the beginning, but however, in year two, it's going to be an issue. And the thing is, what we have to understand, if if you you cannot get mad because a person is is expecting for you to be consistent, meaning what you accept in the beginning is what you should expect throughout the relationship. What you accept in the very beginning is what you should expect throughout the relationship. Don't sit there and um, uh, be all fake and phony and say, I'm going to do this. It's okay. I don't mind. And make excuses for him and make excuses for her. And then you figure just because you get married, things are going to get better. Just because you're past the five-year mark, oh, now things are going to be better. Oh, you know, now, you know, I... um. I'm officially his girl, so I I expect a a a, a switch to be flipped. Nah, whatever you accept is what you, what you should expect. Whatever you tolerate is what the person is going to do for you. This is why in the beginning, not only you have a responsibility to put your best foot forward, but a responsibility to to lay the ground rules as to what you are willing to accept. So in the in the two in the in the metaphor in the parable, these two men have these two men have homes. These two men are the same. However, in the very beginning, the their foundation was put down incorrectly. The very beginning. So though despite the house being put up, despite the house being erect, but it has it had an issue in the very beginning of the house not being done properly, and this will show later on in the in the in the text. So again, so the wise man, foolish man. Both had homes. One had a foundation of sand, and a, and a wise man had a foundation of rocks. And then when something happened, what, what happens is a storm. A storm comes, and when the storm comes, the wise man who had a house built on rock was able to withstand the storm. While the foolish man, in the midst of all that, building a home, all nice and pretty. When a storm came, his house fell. And that was based on the foundation that was improper. And why and but I, I and why am I sharing this metaphor to talk about storms? It's because the wise man and the foolish man would not understand would not have their foundation revealed if it was not for the storm. The foolish man would not know of his deficiency if it were not for the storm. So a storm, a difficult time, a challenging moment is something that has the ability to reveal your deficiencies. You find out what you need to work on in the midst of a difficult time. I believe that during this pandemic, folks realize, you know what, I got to fix these things about me. I have certain things that you know what it's I can't blame anybody it's it's my fault. So during this time, during a storm, during a difficult time, what often happens is that you have the ability, you have the um I I, I want to say you're, you're fortunate enough to allow certain traits or certain deficiencies to be exposed. So so in other words, what happens in a storm, God allows you to be revealed to you. 
you are revealed to you in a storm. You, when I say you, it's not the you that you bring to work. It's not the you that you present at church. It's not the you that you present in social media. It is you, the real you, the deep down inside that has the issues and the problems and the uh, the ups and downs. The real you is revealed in a storm. That sometimes people sit there and they pop off and they have an attitude and they're they're quick to fight in the in the in the difficult time because that's who you really are. And we tend to revert back to our true selves in difficult times so the storms are used to reveal you to you so as a mature as a growing person you 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 learn to embrace your season of storms as a person who's maturing and growing in life and in God you sit here and say wow you know what um this this difficult time is something that I, I'm gonna process it, it may hurt but I'm going to need it. And as you look back at your life, I'm pretty sure you see some difficult times. Either you were in jail, you were in a bad relationship, you were put out on the street, you had a difficult financial time. You you tend to thank God for those times because you would not be who you, who you are today without those storms. That you should shout just as hard for the for the yes as you do for the no's as you do for the yes. The same enthusiasm that you thank God for all the things he's done. But you also got to thank God for the things he has taken away. And as you mature, you don't sit in a storm and complain and pout. You say, God, what is the purpose of me going through what I'm going through? You see in the life of Job, the, the enemy cannot attack Job without God's permission. And when, once God gave the green light, then, then the devil allowed um, was allowed to attack and antagonize Job. So if God's allowing it and it's for a purpose, there's something God is trying to get out of you in these difficult times. So as a mature Christian, your prayer is not initially, God, stop this storm. You're saying, God, why am I going through this? Why, why am I getting a no? Why isn't things moving? Why are things so difficult? Why am I at this job and things are, are never working out? Why am I in this relationship? And whatever I do, is a, it's a constant fight. It's a constant struggle. So a mature person embraces difficult times. Not saying that you love it, but you understand the difficult time that you experience are opportunities and seasons for growth. We don't whine, we don't complain, we don't pout throughout. Not saying it's difficult. A storm is a storm, it's a difficult time. Heartache is heartache, pain is pain. Not saying it's a sweet time, it's a comfortable time, nor it's a good time. But what I'm saying is that during this time, our approach and our view as what am I going to learn? Like what is the purpose of me going through what I'm going through? What what is God trying to do? In the midst of this. That's growth. Because our natural inclination is to say, God, we our prayer is God, stop it. But your prayer should be, God, why? Why am I going through this difficult time? Because God, you allowed it. What are you trying to teach me? And many of us are constantly going through storms over and over in our lives. It's like it's because we like getting left back. 
where God said, I'm trying to teach you something, but you're not learning it. So, and, and your prayer and your focus is getting out of it. But then I have to keep repeating it until you get the lesson. Wow. So we have to get to the place of growth. That if the, if the, if the foolish man did not go through the storm, he would not have known he had a deficient foundation. Because in the sun, in a nice time, his house was nice and cool, just like the wise man. But it's when the difficult time came. That's when things hit the fan. That's when he realized, like, yo, my house was not properly built. So as you go through your difficult time, you sit there and try to make sure you have your pen and paper in hand. And say, God, I'm trying to learn. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to teach me. I'm, I'm all ears, Lord. <laughs> I hear you, God. I'm not going to sit and complain and whine and focus and blame people, as we learned last time. That, you know, as a, a level of growth requires for us to be at a place of maturity, to be at a place where we sit here and we realize and accept responsibility. That we get to a place where we come here and say, you know what? It's a level of growth, not blaming that is what you understand through a place of maturity. That this level of of growth and opportunity, this level is, is often found in the middle of a storm. We don't whine and complain and, and shout, say, God, stop it or turn things around. You say, God, listen, I need to go through this for a reason. I'm, I'm, and I don't want to keep going through it. I don't want to keep going through this storm. Well, I'm going to sit here and try to force them when God's trying to get you out of something. God said, I'd rather have bruise you for a moment. I'd rather have you have heartache or pain or be, or be disappointed because you lost a job when you had a bad situation than to lose you. And sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's challenging. Sometimes it's painful. But you're also going to look back and say it was all worth it. And that's the challenge with God. So as you go through a season of growth, your perspective, I'm not saying that you embrace a storm, I'm not saying that you love going through difficult time, but your perspective in the midst of it definitely changes. The way you view storms and difficult times definitely change. So so many of us are going through a storm. Many of us, like I said a little while ago, a little while ago this pandemic was a storm. And God is trying to teach you something. What is God trying to say? Are you all ears? Are you listening? Or are you busy trying to tell God, stop it? But as you grow and learn more and more about God, you realize that the storms, the fire that, that you're going through, is not meant to tear you down, but the purpose of it is to build you up. And you go through these tough times and these rough times, and you survived it. I, I shit on my Twitter account of the, like, you know, as, as crazy as 2020 has been, as much ups and downs and mostly downs has been in 2020 and disaster and pandemic and bad news, you're still here. <laughs> you made it. Why? And have you learned what God has tried to t- teach you in the midst of a storm? So grow up. Stop whining and complaining and pouting. And say, God, why am I going through this? And once you learn the lesson, once you embrace that, you will, the storm will stop. But each storm in your life has a purpose. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. I thank you for this time teaching and then sharing us this word. Lord God, thank you for all the blessings and what you're trying to get through in our lives. 
I, I pray, Lord, that we learn from our storms and we thank you for all the doors that were shut and all the no's because these things were worth it. These things are, uh, are were worth us not getting. As we look back, we see what's worth it because you had greater for us. You, you wanted to show us something. So, God, every single lesson you have for us, we are all ears. Speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys, man. Thank you for listening. Um, embrace your storm. There's something God, God is going to teach you. I guarantee when you look back at your life, that very thing you were praying for wasn't that serious. And many of us could say that right now. There were some things you were praying for and you were mad at God about. Now you look at it, you were like, yo, I ain't need it. It wasn't even worth it. So God bless you guys. I love y'all guys. See y'all soon. Um, subscribe, share, tweet, put this word out of here. Let's get this gospel out. Love you guys.